Hi, I'm Josh Van Berkel. Welcome to the Activate Christchurch podcast. It's our privilege to share it with you. I hope you enjoy it. And if you ever find yourself in Christchurch, pop in and say hello. We'd love to see you. Father, we thank you that you're here this morning, God, that you are moving uh, in this place. I'm going to jump up on here so you guys can you guys can see me all right. Uh, so I talked last Sunday, right? Who was here last? Oh, no, actually, there's a lot of, lot of new people here week to week. I talked last Sunday about the fact that we need to look to Him and focus on Him and give Him our attention and expect to receive something from Him. And uh, on, on Wednesday night, Thursday morning, it was actually the morning of our, our three-year anniversary here, uh, God gave me three dreams three dreams. And the first one was uh, specific to just me, but the other two were, were very much for, for all of us here. And, and I saw, I was sitting in a church, it was very similar to this church. It had a section on the right, it had a section in the middle and a section on the left. And there was a, a guy up the front ministering who moved a lot in the Holy Spirit and he saw a lot of miracles in his ministry and healings in his ministry and moves of God in his ministry. And, and I, was, I was listening to him preach and I was inspired by him. And I was sitting kind of over there, like on the side of the center bit. And he came over like this and he was preaching and he looked, he looked right at me. It was freaky. And I heard a sound and I looked down to my side and there was a bundle of newspapers on the chair next to me and they were tied up. You see bundles of newspapers, they've got like a plastic thing around the side and then another plastic thing over the top to bottom. So it kind of makes you can pick it up like this. It looked like that. And, and the, the noise was a wind that was rustling the newspapers. And the, the corners of the papers were flapping like crazy, man. But they couldn't get out because of the plastic ties. Uh, and I thought, gee, that's really weird. that this Because I couldn't feel any wind, but the newspaper was going nuts. And then as I looked at it, uh, a corner of the newspaper tore off. And it flew up past me, and I grabbed it. And it was a headline about an article that had been written about a, a boy that had come back to life, like a miracle had happened and the newspaper had written about it. And then as I watched another corner tore off and it flew up past me and I grabbed that one. And that was another miracle about someone who'd been healed of deafness or blindness. And then another corner tore off. And as this was happening, uh, there was a music that was playing and it was getting loud. It was like an orchestra. It was beautiful. It was getting louder and louder. And as the newspapers were tearing off, the wind that was rusting the newspapers started to sweep around the whole building. Who's ever seen America's Got Talent? Who's seen like the golden buzzer? You've seen that picture? It was like all of a sudden there was just everywhere, newspaper everywhere. And everybody was reaching up and grabbing it and grabbing this. And everyone had a miracle and a healing and a testimony. And the music was getting louder and louder and louder. And the wind was, it was just, it was madness, man. And, and I, I woke up. And I was so gutted to wake up because in the dream, I was like, this is what heaven must be like. And then I fell back asleep. And uh, in the next dream, a pastor came to me with a, a big A3 piece of paper folded in half. And he gave it to me. And, and I knew as he gave it to me that this was like the blueprint of how to receive what I'd seen in the other dream. And I, I opened up this bit of paper and there was writing all over it, but it was like a mind map. There was a big circle in the middle with a, a word in it. And then there were all these offshoots of other words and stuff. And I don't remember any of it, but there was one word that had been circled like 10 times. And it was the word worship. Right? And I just knew that God was saying, hey, this is 
This is the it's, there's all this. It looks real complicated, but it's not. It's just this one thing. It's just this one word. Right, and so what we're going to do in a moment, we're going to come back to the song and we're going to lift them up again and we're going to worship Him and we make no apologies in this church for the fact that we spend a lot of time in worship. We're going to lift them up and we're going to worship Him and then I'm going to invite Chris to come up and no pressure, but Chris is going to bring a move of God. That's why he's here this morning. I said, come. I said, don't, you won't have to preach, Chris. Just come and bring a, bring a move of God and, uh, and do that. Um, where's, where's Denise? Just to, just to kind of set Chris up. Denise, just jump up here real quickly because I want you to just tell everybody about what happened to you a couple of Sundays ago. All right? Sorry, I'm just coming down. Um, what am I to, what am I? Oh, okay. Um, so uh, last Sunday, um, uh, what's your name? Josh had us, uh, I nearly called you Chris. Sorry. Um, Josh had us um, come up for impartation and... Um, Susie, um, she um, asked for invitation for healing. And so I prayed and um, by faith, and she received by faith healing. And I said, do you feel anything? She said, nothing. And I said, look, I've got a sore shoulder. Let's pray for that. So she prayed for my shoulder. And uh, I haven't been able to move it for months, really, like a lot of uh, flexibility. And then I just said to her, oh, look, it's, it's, um, it's moving. It's moving. I said, but there's another bit right here. So she prayed again, and then boom. So I'm all done. And um, so I then... Uh, I then nearly said to Susie, hey, let's just call anybody who needs healing to um, come up. And she freaked out a little bit. So I said, okay, we'll wait till next week. Josh, you got a story too. Uh, this one happened when we were doing um, house churches, but I wasn't in the house. I was here. And it was when we had like little groups all around the church. And I was like, in like the back corner. Um, and I had like woken up that morning with like the most painful feeling like, kind of like here and all the way through to my back whenever I moved or breathed, which is kind of necessary to get anywhere. Um, and then like to the point where my wife was like, should I take you to the hospital instead of going to church? Because you can't even get up. And if you talk, you're just like, <laughs> and I just stop. And I couldn't do anything. And then I ended up getting prayed for in a group. And then as soon as I got prayed for, it was like, I took a breath in. I was like, Oh, wait. And then it didn't hurt. And it was like the most amazing thing because then I could move my shoulder around just everywhere. And then um, at the end, um, my wife was like, oh, how does it feel? And I was like, oh, it's gone. She was like, oh, what the heck? Because you couldn't even move. So, yeah, that was amazing as well. I love, I love that story because it was literally, should we go to church or should we go to hospital? Like, which which one should we go to? <laughs> like, we're so filled with faith. Uh, it's awesome. But come to church and get healed, all right? So let's let's just lift them up and, and worship again because I really believe that God wants to do something special in this place this morning. And if you if you need healing in your body, if you need physical healing, I want you to be expectant this morning that God's going to meet you where you're at. All right, let's just lift them up on that on that bridge again. Is that cool? Good morning. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're going to have a move of God. <laughs> I think you're. I think you guys are actually living in a move of God. I tell you what, the atmosphere in this place is. Uh, wow, it's one of the best atmospheres I've been in for a long, long time. Long, long time. Um, I, I kind of feel like the kid up the front here with a couple of loaves and fishes, and, and, and kind of hoping that somehow it's going to feed you all. Um, and uh, you know what? I'm. I, I, I'm more interested in anything at the moment is just what God will. God, what God will do 
in the corporate gathering um, just sovereignly. Uh, so last week at our church in Whangarei, I was ministering there. And from the front, uh, during the week, God had been speaking to me about someone I knew in the church. They had had an ankle. They'd been nursing it back to health. And God just kept speaking to me over the week was that I was to declare over that ankle that it was going to be stronger than that ankle had ever been. Um, and so a bunch of different things sort of happened uh, through the service. And, and you know, we're, we're ministering to a few different people. Uh, and then I, God reminded he said, remember to speak that over that person's ankle so I just I just pointed and I said your ankle is going to be stronger than it has ever been <laughs> and, and that night I got a message from someone going mate I had badly twisted my ankle on Saturday uh, and I was I was hobbling when you spoke that word my wife turned to me and she said that's for you uh, and he said, at that moment, I felt this burning in my ankle and it was completely healed. Absolutely completely healed. Okay. He pinched the word. He just, like, he just grabbed that word. And uh, I thought, well, that's pretty cool. The next day he rings me, he said, five and a half K run, didn't hurt a bit. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, if you know ankles, ankles take a long time naturally to heal. And it was just bang, just like that. Uh, and so um, I thought that was pretty cool. Get a testimony a couple of days later from someone who was in the same service. She emailed through to the church and she said, when Chris spoke over someone's ankle on Sunday, I felt this burning in my leg and my leg was healed. <laughs> just like... This, all I did was turn up with a, with, with a loaf and God managed to feed a whole bunch of people with it. Isn't that cool? So, man, there was, I don't know if you caught, like Josh emailed me those dreams this week and I was like, dude, are you serious? You've had dreams like that? Uh, <laughs> serious, man? You watch out. Um, and just this morning as... Um, as he was speaking that out, I could feel the revelatory power of heaven going out. Uh, look, I just, I want to do something, it, it's symbolic, but, you know, quite often God asks us to just to do something symbolic as an act of faith. And, uh, and, and, and what I could see is I could actually, I could see those newspaper clippings just floating out there. Uh, that had the words of healing. And I believe that, that like on last Sunday when I spoke a word, it released something in the atmosphere. I could feel it being released in this atmosphere when Josh actually uh, gave that word. And so what I want us to do is I just want you to reach up and I just want you to grab a hold of your miracle this morning. Just if you've got especially legs and ankles and things like that, that's it. Just reach up and just grab it and say, okay, I make that my own. I make that my own. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, grab it. Faith is in the atmosphere of this place this morning. Miracles are in the atmosphere of this place this morning. The power for people to be healed is in 
the atmosphere this morning. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, mighty God, 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 mighty God. Josh, I, um, God just keeps speaking to me and reminding me and reminding me about your, uh, about your knee. Uh, and so God, we just, we just command, oh, a supernatural miracle right now in the Holy Ghost. Woo! Ho, totally healed, stronger than it has ever been before. Ligaments linking, tendons tying, encountering heaven, the storehouses of heaven made available to us, Lord. Be healed. Woo. In Jesus' name. Ha. Oh, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Okay, I like there's some people here. You just need to test out something. You just need to test out something. Whoa, thank you, Holy Ghost. You just need to test out something. And let's just see what God's been uh, God's been doing. Okay, so if it's something you can test, see if it's better. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Alrighty. Okay, anybody that can lift their hand and say, yeah, that some, some, something significant has happened. Awesome. Great. Anybody else? Anybody else? Back? Looking for a back healing? We release it right now in the Holy Spirit. Right there, I command over that back, be healed in Jesus' name. God, I command over that ear, be opened in the mighty name of Jesus. Whoa. All righty, I just, coming back over here, do you, are you able to share what? what you felt has um, changed, shifted? Uh, my neck is feeling better than it was, and I've been trying to get this right for about five years, so better than it was. Better than it was. That's what we're going for, better than it was. Stronger than ever. Man, when I, you're the two testimonies this morning, I was just like, come on! That's the power of heaven breaking in and changing lives. You know, more than anything this morning, I just want people to have their lives changed and transformed. Is there anybody else that can say, yep, something has shifted? Yeah? Couple up the back. Happy to, I'll come down and I reckon we can see more. That's why I just want us to, to hear the testimony. So you just keep pushing in for your healing there. Tendon, elbow, a lot better. Is it like 100%? Or, okay, right now, come on. Let's just turn. We're all in this together, okay? Let's just turn. Father, we just command a total 
total healing in Jesus' name. A complete and total healing in Jesus' name right now. Thank you, Holy Ghost. This is good. Constructive miracle going on. Yeah? Yep. Yep. RSI is there, but it, well, it was there, but it's gone. Yep. 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 Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. If you can do that, we can do more, eh? Something under your foot? Oh. Do you know, I know after after last Sunday, it's easy. It's <laughs> a clear over his ankle that it is going to be stronger than it has ever been. We release the power and the testimony of heaven to do it again. To do it again. To do it again. To do it again. Let's just stand and let's just stand on it. Let's just stand on it and let's just see a progressive miracle take place. So just take it by the hand. Uh, I just sense we're just going to walk on it. Come on. You know, amazing when God healed people with leprosy, the most communicable disease of the day. And, and, he, and he would often tell them to go. Now, that was part of, a, of something they had to do, but it was also, I believe, in the going is that faith step that something took place. So, Father, I just, I, I care about nothing more than right now your love and power impacting somebody who has an ailment that they can walk out of here on a new level of freedom today, Holy Ghost. Let it be. Let it be, 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 let it be. Oh. So as we came up the front, did, did um, yeah. You weren't limping, you weren't limping, you were actually walking very well. Yeah. Where do you go? Yeah. Wow, wow, yeah, yeah. Whoo! I can feel the power of God there. No pain. Come on. High fives. High fives for Jesus. Okay. Let's focus on the uh, on the ninety five percent right now. Total transformation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Come on. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. Anybody else that just can go? Yeah, there's something. Something changed. Something shifted. Yeah. Yep. What's happened? Yep. You feel it? You join it? Pray for it, or is it? Yeah. Okay. Easy money for you, Holy Spirit. Oh, just allow the power and the presence of healing to come in Jesus' name. May it manifest. Oh, glory, glory, glory. Yeah. Awesome. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> Love you, man. Awesome. Okay, let's just take stock for a, a moment because I, I feel God wants to do um, do something else. So something it re- shifted for you right there. Just lift your hand up. Nice and clear. So we've got one there. There as well. Awesome. Got up the back, up the back. I don't, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going over this side this morning. God, more, 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 more. It's in the atmosphere. It's in the atmosphere. Yeah, okay. This is, um, grab, grab a seat. Um, we'll, we'll do a little bit more. Can you guys just hang around? You're, you're still good. You're doing good. 
I tell you what, when, when the spirit of move, God is moving, um, yeah, musicians, you, uh, you, you, get, you get to be up here a little bit more. Get ready, get ready to be up here a little bit more. Um, as I was driving in this morning, uh, just obviously praying, um, thinking about the service, pretty, pretty relaxed. Um, and God just started to give me a word for you as a church. Um, now, I would speak to Josh in some form, through some form of technology, uh, at least weekly. Um, and so track what you are doing as a church. As Josh said, I've been around a little bit. This is my 30th year uh, of being a believing believer. Um, and so, yeah, so and I've, and I've done a bit. I've done a bit and I've seen a bit. Um, and I have been fascinated by uh, this church in particular um, because as I talk with Josh, he's looking for what the Holy Spirit is doing and wanting to reveal to you as a church and as a body that is going in their own individual direction, God calling direction. He's not looking to uh, what is the trend, what is the, what is the latest fad in Christendom, and we have them, they come and they go, uh, but he's, he's seeking to catch what the Holy Spirit is saying. Um, and it was actually Josh that shared this with me last year, uh, which I thought was a, a powerful insight of when Jesus came and he restored Peter and gave Peter insight to actually the death that he, he, would, he would face for the glory of Christ. Uh, and Peter turns and looks over at John and says, what about him? And Jesus said, don't you worry about him that's between he and I, you feed my sheep. Um, and what I have so appreciated and I, and I want to uh, celebrate is the way that Josh and Liz and the, and the team here are looking to catch that. What does feed my sheep look like for this church? Um, and that's a brave thing to do. I remember doing that with my church. Everyone around my age was going in a certain direction and they were seeing a significant growth in their churches. And God said to me, Chris, you are to build a church that is grandparent to grandchild. That is what I want you. And at the time, you know, there was a lot of emphasis on, uh, on young adults. He went, that is, that is not the course that I've called you to run. Are we? And so it's a, brave, it's a brave thing that uh, Josh and Liz are doing in this church. I don't, do you, would you guys concur with that? Um, you're obviously here because you sense uh, that something significant is taking place. Um, and so as I'm driving in, I felt the Holy Spirit, He showed me this great big rubber stamp. And he said, Chris, I want you to tell the church this morning what my rubber stamp is in the direction and the way that they are going and the way they are moving. And it was like, you know, those big stamps and, and, and you see them uh, like, you know, on bank loans and things like that. You know, you know, the big, you know the ones I'm talking about, eh? 
And so he stamped on this church, bang, endorsed. Endorsed. So I want to encourage you that the way and the direction that you are going is endorsed by heaven. Endorsed. Come on, yeah, celebrate that. Endorsed by heaven. And I, I want to, in particular this morning, because being three years, um, I celebrate anyone who's been in pastoral ministry and leading a church six months. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard, yakka. And whew, over this past especially nine months. Wow. Andre, I celebrate you, man. <laughs> I want to, in particular, honor and endorse Josh and Liz this morning for the way that they are leading and the way that they are taking you as a congregation. I want to honor and I want to endorse because where honor is given, honor is due and it actually releases a, a, a fresh power and a fresh impetus to see more. So I honor you guys and I endorse. I endorse, but I, but, but my endorsement's just like, wow. You know, heaven's endorsement is like, bang, right on what you're doing. It's good. It's good. Yeah. You got brave leaders. You got brave leaders. Which brings me on to the next thing that I felt God wanted to do. Uh, and when Josh said about just praying in tongues, um, I felt God say, actually, I, I want a few more people to enter into actually having a heavenly language this morning. Um, now, you may well have been filled with the Holy Spirit, but, you know, that speaking in tongues uh, has it, just never been there. It's just never happened um, for whatever reason. And I just sense that there's something this morning to break some more people into actually having a heavenly language. Um, and, you know, one of the signs of being filled with the Holy Spirit is that we speak in tongues. We're given this communication with heaven. And, uh, and I find it just incredibly powerful uh, because I run out of words in the English language. And what I felt this morning for you as a church is that you were coming to the edge and, to, and there was a frustration there because you wanted to worship. Remember, that's a key to your seeing increased miracles you wanted to worship more but you were just running out of the language and I find myself when I start to run there's only only so many times I can say Yahweh you're amazing you know and, and that's when I find myself crossing over into this heavenly language and just speaking these things out and it's kind of like my spirit goes oh I can breathe <laughs> and so God wants to break some more people into the heavenly language this morning. So uh, I think we just need to sort of set a bit of an atmosphere here. Um, if you guys can just, if you can just give us a, a bit of a song. If that's you this morning, there's two things actually. Sorry, buddy. I've got some mints there. <laughs> There's two things. One, if you haven't actually spoken in tongues and you want to, we're going we're gonna to pray for you. But two, if you just kind of feel like there's something more for you in terms of speaking in tongues and you want to break into a, another wave and another depth. Um, is that cool? I don't know if I've ever done an older call like this, but we're, we're just going to do it. Um, so do you want to just come to, the, come to the front this morning if that is you? Don't be shy. Uh, God's about to give you a gift.
Um, and, uh, and I don't know, when people are giving me gifts, I'm pretty prone to run up and grab them. Uh, and I'll give you a mint as well, if that helps. Yeah. Good man, come on. Yeah, come on, buddy. Good on you. Yeah, yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, awesome. Praise. Praise Jesus. Yeah. Yes, just just create an atmosphere of just speaking in that heavenly language and just just be prepared for God to take us somewhere more. Somewhere more as we just run out of words in the English language. And we just go, let's have a little bit more of that uh, heavenly language. Father, I just release your gift. I just release your gift to this mighty man right now. Father, I just release your gift to your beautiful daughter right now. Father, I pray for a supernatural breakthrough right now. Supernatural breakthrough right now. The gift of speaking in tongues. Share it in the end of the day, and the other 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 day,
things God just speaking to me as we're praying for some people up here and just for those that are up here just continue to, to step in in faith and just to start to open up switch your it's like you switch your your brain off to a degree because it's your spirit man that is taking over uh, and your spirit man should actually dictate to you to your your natural man what is what um, and so I just encourage you just keep in that atmosphere just keep speaking keep speaking in tongues, just keep speaking out words. But um, another thing that I just felt God say is that there are some people who have greatly desired that they would be able to interpret it, interpret a message actually being given and spoken uh, out in tongues. So if, uh, if that's you this morning, you just thought, man, I'd really love to, uh, to be able to do that. Uh, just put your hand up. We won't get you out the front, but I just want to pray and release that gift to you right now. It's a really cool gift. I, I think it's a. I think it's a gift. I don't know. I think it's a gift we're just going to see restored uh, to the church. Wow, Holy Ghost, give it to them. <laughs> Holy Ghost, give it to them. Give it to them. You tell us to greatly desire the gifts. They desire it. Give it to them, Lord. Give it to them, Lord. Woo. <laughs> I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna do something because um, I, I don't know. It's probably about a decade ago. I just started to find myself having an interpretation as I spoke out a message in tongues from the uh, from the front. Um, and uh, and so let's uh, holy guys. Man, I get caught in it, eh? I just get caught in it. It just, it seems to flow out so, so easily. Okay, so I just believe that the, the, the interpretation of what God is saying there um, is that there are many who have desired and had a heart and had a hunger to go into a much deeper uh, place and to catch a fresh revelation of what the Spirit of God is doing on the face of the planet and that He is opening up uh, a fresh window, something that is new for people to enter in. He's saying, come, come, come and be a part of this and together we will go in and we will release something out of the storehouses of heaven and we will make it available to the nations. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, I just encourage you. A great place to practice that is in prayer meetings. Um, I think there's a place where we're speaking our spirit language and it's just, but there's a time too where I think, you know, God just wants to bypass our brains, give us a message in tongues that can then be interpreted and bring a revelation of something that He is doing. That's pretty cool, eh? It's pretty cool. Why don't we just uh, why don't we just put our hands together and thank Him? Uh, thank you, Jesus, for you. Thank you. Thank you.
Is that all right? Was that, uh, was that you know, enough of a move of God? <laughs> you want me to share for a little bit? Yeah, okay. Hey, Siri, set time of one hour, 30 minutes. <laughs> let me, let, um, do you have a clock or something? Okay, 25 past 11. Okay, let's try and keep this um, brief. Um, one of the things about uh, being a believer and moving in signs and wonders and miracles, which is very much what you guys want to do, is we need to become totally convinced that actually that is a part of our inheritance. That is, that is something that God has made available to it. And you, know, you probably hear Bill Johnson talk in terms of it's actually the normal Christian life. Uh, I look at the life of Jesus. Jesus came on the earth fully man and fully God. He came fully man to show you and I what was possible when mankind was in right relationship with God. Uh, probably no, nothing new and revelatory in there for you. Um, and then I think it's 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21, I think, um, that says um, that we are now the righteousness of God. God. So we are in right standing with God is a great way to interpret righteousness, I think. So when he looks at you and I, he sees the finished work of Jesus. So therefore, if we are now in right standing, then our, our um, plumb line of how a life can be lived becomes Jesus Christ. And, and, and I look at him and he just lived a life of miracles he lived a life of supernatural protection. He would reach in to, as I said, the most communicable disease that was known to the planet at the time, and he would do what would be a certain, uh, I suppose you could say death sentence, is that you would catch uh, leprosy, but he just reached right in there. How good is that for us in this day and age that we live in? Uh, that we do not need to fear when there is something that is communicable that is floating around because our plumb line is Jesus. He had supernatural protection. Uh, again, we see it, I love the account where the village take him to the edge of a cliff and he kind of plays along with the whole thing and they think they're getting a little bit of momentum. They get him to the edge of the cliff and he goes, ah, right, okay, that'll do, not today, okay? And he just walks straight back through them. He would go into a city and he would find people who needed and were looking for an encounter with heaven and he would meet them there. Um, and so uh, increasingly, I find myself coming back around to this again, where I'm like, I want to walk like Jesus walked. And I, and I see, uh, and the endorsement is on you guys as a church, that you're a church that is hungry to do that, which is pretty cool. So I just want to share with you very quickly out of Ephesians 1, verse 17 through to 19. I pray that the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the full knowledge of Him. If, I love Ephesians. Probably if I had to choose the best, uh, best book in the Bible for me, it would be Ephesians. Ephesians was written to a primarily Gentile church and was probably around about 30 years after uh, Jesus had 
been resurrected from the dead and left the planet, you know, give or take, you know, a decade. Uh, and so I like it too because I kind of go, well, I've been walking in the things of God for about 30 years. And, it, and for a Gentile church, they had suddenly been called into being a part of the cool club that had been grafted into the Abrahamic line. So along with the Jews, they were now the chosen people of God. And so what Paul was looking for them was to understand what they had been grafted into. And so he comes to them and, and, and he prays, and it's a fascinating prayer because he prays that, I pray that the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, would give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So he brings the triune Godhead into this as well. Uh, and, um, and so I look at it and I go, if Paul was praying that they would get a spirit of wisdom and revelation on something. I want that spirit of wisdom and revelation myself. How many people have had a revelation, revelatory moment where something you knew in your head dropped into your heart and consumed you? We've probably all experienced this if we've been walking with Christ for a long time, uh, or actually from the moment that we encountered Christ, because I remember at 16 years old where I knew about Jesus, and I knew that I had to say a prayer, but when he came in and he encountered me in the second song of the church I had just walked into, I felt okay, I felt loved, I felt like I had a father who cared for me, and at 16 years old, that was a big deal. So I had a revelatory moment where the knowledge of Christ fell into my heart. I remember with Romans, I think it's 5 uh, verse 17, um, that, uh, you know, the gift of righteousness and the abundance of grace. And that we will reign in life through the gift of righteousness and the abundance of Christ. And I remember having a revelatory encounter with that scripture and understanding that there is a gift. So it, it actually, while I have been for the last 10 years of my Christian life trying to earn my salvation through my works, actually he's just given that to me as a gift. And where I have been stuffing up and tripping over myself for the last decade as a Christian, actually there is an abundance of grace to cover that. <laughs> and believe me, you know, we all know what it is like to continue to get entangled with stuff and to trip over and to try and get ourselves out of it. But when I caught that, when something went from my head to my heart, it brought a transformation in the way that I walked. So I'm going, I want this revelation that you are praying for the Ephesians church. And while I think I've got a measure of it, God's been showing me, Chris, there's a whole bunch more. The language is really interesting in what he goes into from there. He says, I pray that your eyes, the eyes of your heart would be enlightened that you may know. Isn't that interesting language based on what we've just talked about? Because he's not talking about the eyes of your mind, your logical, your logical self. He's talking about the eyes of your heart. We don't have eyes in our heart. But when we catch a revelation, it's like something moves from our mind into our heart. And we carry something, just like our, it brings a transformation of it, just like the blood that flows all throughout our body transforms and keeps this body alive. 
Um, so he's praying that, that they would receive something that would bring such a transformation over them that they would never be the same again. Now, uh, most Bibles I've found with Ephesians, is it, it can get a little bit confused. I wish they would just put this in some bullet points. In fact, they even put verse breaks in, in just odd places through this passage. And so you can actually start to lose what God is really saying here. So I want us to break it down this morning into bullet points. because, And, I'm, I, and I want you to catch this revelation this morning. I'm not trying to give you a polished message this morning or tell you a whole bunch of funny stories or anything like that. I want you to just be conscious that there is a revelatory thing that is available this morning that will transform your life and it will transform your life to take out of what you're receiving here and take it in to the marketplace, to take it into your schools, to take it into your workplaces, to take it into your sports club, wherever you may be, to take it into your families. Because I believe that there is a healing movement of God that is coming, and it's going to be a healing movement that is marked not by necessarily what happens on a Sunday morning, because stuff will still happen on a Sunday morning, but I think more and more what we're going to find is that we're coming together on a Sunday morning, and we are celebrating what took place out in our workplaces and our homes and houses. There is a movement, healing movement of God that is coming that is the priesthood of believers like we have never seen before. And so it's why I'm also really fascinated to see what can take place out within a, a gathering rather than necessarily from the front. And why I love this morning just the, the, the testimonies coming. Um, we need to be faithful with the testimonies because they release the power of heaven for it to happen again. So he prays, I pray that you may know the hope of your calling is number one. Now, the hope of our calling is that you and I are sons and daughters of the king. And God's just been giving me a fresh revelation of this again. Because I have an earthly mother and an earthly father. Okay? But God is saying, actually, before you were their child, you were actually birthed in my mind. Like, whoa. This is not a, you, you've been adopted, though that language is used in the Bible. Actually, our original origin is in the mind of Christ, that he knew you and I, and he wanted a Josh, and he wanted a Kathy, and he wanted a Denise, and he wanted them on the planet at this time. And so you came, yes, through an earthly parent, but your spirit man was placed within that earthly parent by your father. So that is our calling, is that we are sons and daughters of God, and that is a powerful calling. I believe that's also another really exciting part of our calling, is that then we are given the ministry of reconciliation. So we are about the father's business. Now, you think about this, if we catch a revelation of this, that we will know the hope of our calling, then we can't help but want to reveal to other people who their father is. There is a fresh impetus and there's a fresh opportunity at the moment in a scary world, in a highly uncertain world. As people from Canterbury, we, we had a head start when we had the earthquakes, and we found that the world was actually not as stable as we thought it could be. So we've had a little bit of time to just garner a little bit of revelation on this. But the world for people at the moment is scary. I, I, I want to challenge you just to start to test the waters with some people that you have thought are too hard 
to come into the kingdom and just start to speak about Jesus Christ and what he has done in your life and start to see a fresh curiosity being sparked. So that is a revelation of the hope of our calling. I pray that you would also know the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. What is an inheritance? An inheritance is something that somebody else has taken a hold of for you and that it is given to you. It it, it seems like a gift. If you've ever received an inheritance, I remember when Ruth's uncle died and we received this great big sum of money and it was like a gift. We didn't we, we didn't ask for it. We were, we were blown away by actually that he had written us into a, his will to such an extent that we received such a significant uh, gift. And it's actually what allowed us to go on to the mission field. Um, so Jesus Christ took a hold of something for us through his death that was released to us through his resurrection and even greater measure. And we get to walk in it. And what is that inheritance that he made available to us? That we would go out and we would have victory over sickness. That we would go out, we would have victory over dis-ease. That we would have supernatural safety to go into war zones, to go into places where there were communicable disease, and release our inheritance as saints, which is healing, signs, wonders, miracles. That is a pretty cool inheritance. I pray for the wisdom and revelation, the full knowledge of him. I I want that. I want that. You know, what I'm trying to do here is just to help you today to catch something so that you can go out of this place and you can see an increase of what we saw in this room out there in everyday society and life. It's here, it's here, catch it. Holy Spirit, we pray for your wisdom and revelation. And then the third thing he says, so we've got the riches of his glorious inheritance, and you may know the incomparably great power that rose Christ from the dead. No, sorry, uh, sorry. The incomparably great power for those who believe. Get the calling. Okay, cool. We've got ministry of reconciliation. We're sons and daughters. We're about the Father's business. We've got the resources of heaven. Remember, in us, his inheritance is in the saints. I heard that come through time and time again in the morning. Father, let there be a revelation of actually what is within us. Uh, There have been a couple of times where viruses have tried to come against me in the last couple of weeks, and I've just gone, no, within me is a resurrection power of Jesus Christ. We reach over to Romans, and we see that the same spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the dead lives in us. We tie it in there. It's in the saints. His riches are in the saints. I found myself just going, becoming conscious of the spirit that is within me. And, And the other day I was driving, and I just felt like something, pushed out of my body. You know, this this viral thing that was trying to get me and it was just being pushed out of my body. I'm like, whoa, this is this is awesome. This is a this is revelation uh, of catching something more that's available. Because normally I'll just speak and declare over viruses to shrivel and die. But this was like something was being released and it was 
being. It, it couldn't. It couldn't inhabit my body. Ha! How good is that? Now, I mean, I love praying for people, but I, even even better than that is I love people just being able to access what was within them to push out the stuff that the enemy wants to put on them. Okay, sorry, we went back to that one. The incomparably great power for those who believe. Now, now, when we go and pray for people, I believe we need to have an arsenal behind us of testimonies because as soon as you start to pray or as soon as you start to bring in uh, talking to other people about Christ, I don't know about you, but, but I have certainly found that I get hit with these thoughts. What about when this didn't happen? What about when that didn't happen? And so I have to access and go, no, I was at a meeting the other day uh, and I, I want to keep these fresh where I saw this take place. So I can counter that um, straight away. But I also want to be able to have a counter of the scriptures so that I can smack the devil right back in between the four, you know, forehead with the lies and deceit that he will try and come. You, know, you look at Jesus' temptation, he hit straight back with Scripture. Even when the devil tried to use Scripture, Jesus went, yeah, bang, take that. So this is one of those ones that uh, as you go to pray for someone, as you go to share Jesus with someone, I want you to remember and ask for that revelation of the incomparably great power for you because you believe. It is available for you. Now, Paul really goes to town on this one. And he says, that power is like the mighty strength he exerted when he rose Christ from the dead, seated him at the right hand in the heavenly realms, far above every rule, authority, power, and dominion. He brushes over the hope of his calling. He brushes over the riches of his glorious inheritance. But he goes to town on the incomparably great power. And he paints this picture for us of like the power that took someone from the dead and put him above any power that has ever been known in the galaxy. Because he knocks them off. Rule, authority, power, dominion. Now, if there was ever a moment in time where there was a powerometer of when God's power was exerted, I, I think it would have been that resurrection moment of Jesus. Now, I think forming galaxies is pretty good, but when we read the account, he just spoke a word and there was light. He just spoke a word and there was earth. He just spoke a word and there were fish and there were animals. He just spoke a word. But when Jesus was raised from the dead, everything from the enemy quarters would have been targeted towards that moment because you can bet your bottom dollar the enemy didn't want Jesus to rise from the dead. Now, I don't know what was going on in the spirit realm, but it was pretty powerful because serious curtains were ripping, the earth was shaking. But in that resurrection moment, this massive stone is rolled away and Jesus rises out of the grave. Every ounce of the power of the enemy would have been focused at preventing that moment. So allow that revelation to come. This is, this is a big moment. And Paul likens that back to actually, for us who believe, that is the power that resides within us. So you can take 
what you're seeing here on a Sunday morning, and you're going to see more. I, that's non-negotiable. You go in and deeper. And you can take it out and you can see that power minister and bring transformation in people's lives. There has never been a time in my lifetime where the harvest field has been so ready for healings, revelation of God's love for people, miracles to take place in society. So let me, as I close, let me just speak that scripture again. And I want you to just reach your heaven, reach your hand heavenward and say, I'm going to take that and I want that to be my prayer. I pray. Just give, I'll just give you a moment just because I, 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 don't, I don't want you to go away thinking, they were good words. I want you to go away. I was transformed this morning. Let, let, let's make this prayer, our prayer. Father, I pray that the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, would give me a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the full knowledge of Him. Father, I pray that the eyes of my heart may be enlightened, that I may know the hope of my calling, the riches of my glorious inheritance within me as a saint, and that I may know the incomparably great power for me as a believer. That power being like the mighty strength that was exerted when you rose Christ from the dead and you seated Him at the right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule, all authority, all power, and all dominion. Father, I thank you that that power resides within me. Father, give me a revelation that when I walk out of this place, I walk out with that power. I work out with the miracle working power that rose Christ from the dead living in me. I walk out of this place with the hope of my calling as one who is seated in heavenly places with the Father. That I walk out of this place with a glorious inheritance, with a treasure bag full of gifts that the Father has said, now please go and distribute those to my other children who do not yet know me. Please go and distribute this to my children who do know me. 
and bring transformation on a planet that I love so much. Just, just lift your hands and just receive that this morning. In your awesome name. 